0: Hello, Believers, it's Dr. Shante, and welcome to another episode of Believing Bigger, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the tools, the confidence, and most of all, the faith to believe bigger in their dreams. I am recording this podcast on election night, and at this moment, we still don't know who our next president is going to be. And looking at social media and people's concerns and complaints, and some people are voting, um against one candidate and not necessarily for the other candidate and some people don't like their choices at all some people are really passionate on one side or the other and some people have just chosen not to vote at all and here is what I would like to start this podcast with is just to kind of set your mind and your focus that no matter who wins this election that we as believers maintain our perspective and Even though podcasts are supposed to be evergreen, I would be remiss if I did not speak to what's happening right now at this moment while there's all this uncertainty about the direction that our country is going. And so I want to start with Psalms 24, which says this, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and he established it on the waters. Who may ascend unto the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God, they will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God, their savior, such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord almighty. He is the king of glory. I start this podcast with that because that is what we need to remember as believers. Those first that that first line in that scripture in that verse says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. In other words, the earth belongs to the Lord and everything that's in it. And so that means that nothing happens without his say, so nothing happens without his direction. Nothing happens that he does not allow. And so regardless of who wins this election, whether it's Hillary Clinton or whether it's Donald Trump, whether it goes the way that you hoped, or it doesn't go that way at all, Keep in mind that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Another scripture I wanted to share with you guys is Psalm 75, six and seven. And it says promotion does not come from the east or the west or from the south, but God is the judge. He will put down one and set up another. And so whoever, you know, the candidate is that wins. It is God that sets one up and puts down another. It's what he allows. And some of you, and I know most of my listeners are are not necessarily pro-Hillary Clinton, but they're definitely anti-Donald Trump. And some of you might be thinking like, oh my gosh, why would God allow this to happen, you know, if he in fact wins, if he becomes the winner? And here's what I'm gonna say to that. Sometimes, and there is biblical precedent to support this, sometimes God will give you what you want, just to show you that that's not what you really wanted. And how do I know this? Because if you go back to the first king of Israel, the first king of Israel was Saul. And how did they end up with Saul? Because they had God. God said, I'm enough. I'm everything that you need. And the Israelites said, no, no we want a king like all the other nations. What we look like, we just out here, you know, just praying to the skies. We want a king like all the other nations. And God said, I'm sufficient. I'm enough. Trust me, you don't want that. And they said, no, we want a king like all the other nations. And so God said, okay, and gave them Saul. And they ultimately ended up in captivity. And so if that is who America chooses, whoever, whatever side of the fence you fall on, then that's very much like the Israelites saying, hey, this is what we want, you know. And if people are voting based off of their prejudices, based off of their hatred, based off of their intolerance for other groups and other people, well then they're going to eat the fruit of that. You know, they're going to get what they deserve. And so, and that is is God in all of his sovereignty saying, okay, you want it, you got it. You said this is what you wanted, now you deal with it. And of course, every time the people went into bondage or went into captivity, they were begging, repenting, relenting, like, Lord, please, we're sorry, this is not what we wanted. And unfortunately, sometimes that's what it takes for people to turn to the Lord. Sometimes you have to allow people to, make their bed and lie in it. And that's how they learn. So I just wanted to put that out there. And then of course, this is also a perfect opportunity for today's believing bigger moment, which is coming out of believing bigger a 31 day faith journey. If you haven't gotten that book yet, please hop over to Amazon barnesandnoble.com and you can get your copy. What I'm loving so far. So thank you. Shout out to Carla and to Nakia. I see you. They're like, okay, I'm on my second reread of this book. And this is kind of the time where they're starting to reflect about how they want 2017 to be. And so if you're in that same place where you're starting to kind of really think about how you want your relationship with God to be how you want your spiritual life to be how you want to interact with friends and loved ones and just how you handle things like conflict and heartbreak, then this is definitely the book for you. So today's Believing Bigger moment is coming out of chapter 21, which says, all I do is win no matter what. So shout out to DJ Khaled. Romans 837 says this. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. On May 8th, 2014 with three seconds left in the fourth quarter and the score tied 96 to 96 the chicago bulls who had been in a dog fight against lebron james and the Cavs, had final possession of the ball shooting guard mike dunlavey frantically searching for an open man to inbound the ball finds and passes the ball to derrick rose Now, with just 1.8 seconds left on the clock, Derek hoisted up a 21-foot jumper. In that moment, 23,000 fans in a sold-out United Center and millions viewing from home fell silent as the ball soared in what seemed like slow motion toward the basket. The final buzzer echoed throughout the stadium as the ball miraculously found its way into the basket. Nothing but Net. I didn't realize that I hadn't been breathing, but with the ball in the net, the game over and a Bulls victory, I feel like I have been shocked back into life. I hopped off the couch like a kangaroo and commenced to scream, fist bump and happy dance my way all over the house. Although the Bulls would go on to lose the series, it was one of the most electrifying wins and moral victories of the season. I distinctly remember the anxiety, the uncertainty and the nail biting during each moment of that game. Watching an epic battle between two dominant forces and not knowing the outcome was nerve wracking. For a sports fan, which I am, Spoiling the outcome of a game is tantamount to treason. Part of the fun is not knowing, but as Christians, knowing the outcome is actually what keeps us sane during difficult times. As believers, we don't have to wait on the edge of our seats to see what the victory is going to be. We already know that when challenges arise, the deck is stacked in our favor. We can celebrate because we know that God always causes us to triumph. Now, that's good news, especially when you are in the midst of trying times and constantly facing persecution. Persecution practically defined the early church, and no one knew this better than Saul the Slayer. You know him as Paul the Apostle. Saul the Slayer persecuted more than his fair share of Christians before he encountered Jesus. Being a Christian in those days was about as popular as rain as a picnic. It was a no-no, a taboo. You may have a hard time understanding what life was like for Jesus's early followers, because in America, we have the privilege of religious freedom. We get to worship who we want, where we want and when we want. But that was not the case for those in the early church. Those who preach the gospel of Jesus face stoning, lynching and crucifixion just for their worship. Even now, there are parts of the world where Christians are targeted and killed for their beliefs. Physical harm, risk of imprisonment and death threats are enough to make anybody question, even abandon their faith. Look at the things that are plaguing our nation right now. Too many innocent people are being slaughtered by gun violence. Children are losing their lives in record numbers. Soldiers feel safer at war than they do in walking the streets of their own neighborhoods. Political corruption is at heights not seen since the days of Caesar. And while greed rises, compassion plummets. The weight of these hardships might leave your faith in shambles and questioning God. But the Apostle Paul offers us a different set of questions to consider. Instead of questioning God, he says this. What shall we say to these things? If God be before us... Who can be against us? Romans 8:31. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Romans 8:33. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? The answer to that last question is a resounding no. Despite the casualties lost during the battle in the end, We win the war. Victory is certain. It is guaranteed. These trials and setbacks are only temporary and cannot compare to the long term victory we have with Jesus. This faith journey will lead you through some trying times and some nail biting experiences. But take heart in knowing that the fight is fixed. The victory is already won. So there is no need to worry and we don't have to be anxious. Jesus took the game winning shot at the cross of Calvary. He's the real MVP. And the devotion ends with this. Lord, thank you for reminding me that in you I have already overcome. Thank you for the victory. Give me the strength to hold on during the battle and give me the heart to praise you in the midst of difficult times. In Jesus name, amen. Now, for those of you that are still feeling some kind of way about the election because by the time you hear this episode the election is going to be over by the time you hear this episode there's going to be an outcome and at this moment i don't know what that is but the bottom line is this is that no matter what's going on no matter what the trial is no matter what the tribulation is no matter what the obstacle the bible says Nay, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Everything that you faced, Jesus has already overcome. And sometimes it's hard to process that because... You're feeling it and you're experiencing it in the natural and in your humanity. You can't help but to cry out and to call out and to feel what you feel. But take heart, take a breath, take a beat. Know that whatever it is, whatever the obstacle, whatever we're facing in politics, whatever we're facing as a country, whatever there is to come, because there are pros and And cons on both sides of it. You know, I think everybody that came into this election said, look, I'm just going to pick the lesser of the evils. And please know this. There is no such thing as an honest politician. Even our beloved Barack Obama because the nature of politics is such that any place where there are high concentrations of money and power, there are also high concentrations of corruption. And in order for you to get things done, in order for you to get things done with a party that is opposed to you, you are going to have to make some concessions. You are going to have to do some bending. And in some cases, you're going to have to do some breaking. And in some cases, you're going to have to be doing some things behind closed doors that nobody knows about, but you and the person in the Room That is the nature of politics. And so the Bible says that there is none good. No, not one, which is why Jesus had to come. So let's not lose perspective. You know, as believers, please know this world is not our home. We're not citizens here. You know, we're just passing through. We're sojourners. Okay. And the longer that you stick around, the more you begin to notice how this world and the things that have been allowed to happen and the viewpoints and the worldview is so opposite to what you as a believer has built your faith upon. And that is a signal to you that The end is near. And this isn't like a doomsday prophecy or anything like that. So don't get it twisted like, oh, Dr. Shantae, you just took a turn. No, I'm not saying that. But Jesus does promise that he is going to return. And when he does return, he's coming back for his church. He's coming back for us because most of our views, most of our convictions are in direct opposition to a lot of the things that you see happening in the world right now. So I'm just going to encourage you to take heart to keep the faith. If your candidate won, great. Um, Still pray for them. Please know that no matter what, God is still in control and that that is the person that he allowed to be there. If your candidate didn't win, still take heart because God is the same God. He's the same God back then. He's the same God right now. He's the same God that was present when European colonizers came over and dominated the Native Americans in the United States. He's the same God that was there when slavery was taking place. He was the same God that was there when the Holocaust took place. God has not changed. It is us that do the changing. OK, and it is us that is that are responsible for making sure that we hold our leaders accountable, for making sure that we hold people People's feet to the fire for the ones that we elect and put in office. That is our job. Okay. That's not God's job. That's our job. And we have to be accountable and responsible for our choices. And just know most of all that our trust and our hope is not in a person. Our hope and our trust is in God. Period. So however, the election shook out, just know that no matter what the victory is yours. All right, believers. So that is it. That is my kind of homage to election 2016. I'm glad that it's over um, by the time you guys listen to this episode, so that we can go on about the business of building our businesses, our franchises, our dreams, our calling. And you can look forward to all of that on our next episode. If you have comments, questions about this episode, you all know where to find me at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter, on Instagram. I'll see you guys next time.